do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may be able to prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Romans 12.2 This is Resistance and Reformation on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. When was Jesus born in Bethlehem? The Bible describes with great certainty the fact of Christ's birth as well as its place, but not the exact date. One of the greatest of the patristic writers, Basil of Caesarea, believed Christ was born on November the 20th in the year 4 BC. Another, Clement of Alexandria, speculated that Christ was born on November the 17th in the year 3 BC. Still others, such as John Chrysostom, speculated that since shepherds were in the field the night Christ was born, it must have been in spring or summer. Similarly, Athanasius argued for a date of May the 20th. Cyril of Jerusalem reasoned for the date to be either on April the 19th or 20th, and Ambrose of Milan made a strong traditional case for March 25th. Quite obviously, though, no one really knew with any degree of certainty. In 354, the Bishop of Rome started to observe December 25th as the date of Christ's birth. Four major Roman festivals had long been held in December, including Saturnalia, which celebrated the returning sun god. As individual men and women and families converted from paganism to Christianity, their collective culture was likewise gradually converted. Thus, it was natural for them to want to dispense with their old pagan festivities and then to replace them with celebrations of the marking of the advent of their new faith, the birth of their Savior. In fact, Christians had already begun celebrating the Incarnation and the Nativity of the Lord Jesus on that day since at least the early part of the 3rd century, just a few generations removed from the days of the Apostles. Thus, by 336, when the Philokalian calendar, uh, one of the earliest documents of the Patristic Church, was first utilized, Christmas Day was already a venerable and tenured tradition. Though there is no historical evidence that Christ was actually born on that day, indeed, whatever evidence there is points to perhaps an altogether different occasion. The conversion of the old pagan tribes of Europe left a gaping void where the ancient winter cult festivals were once held. It was both culturally convenient and evangelically expedient to exchange the one for the other. And so, joy displaced desperation. Celebration replaced dissipation. Christmas feasts replaced new moon festivals and sacrifices. Christ replaced Baal, Molech, Apollo, and Thor. Like so many calendar dates, the many different customs of Christmas 
ultimately melded together and thus emerged the traditional Advent season, a four-week-long anticipation of Christmas beginning in late November marked by a series of important feasts, rites, and traditions all the way through to the designated day for the Incarnation itself. For centuries, Christians have used this month to ready their hearts and their homes for the great festival— While we moderns tend to do a good bit of bustling about in the crowded hours between Thanksgiving and Christmas, shopping for presents, compiling guest lists, mailing holiday greeting cards, perusing catalogs, decorating hearth and home, baking favorite confections, and getting ready for one party after another— that hardly constitutes the kind of preparation Advent calls for. Indeed, traditionally, Advent has been a time of quiet introspection, personal examination, and, of course, repentance. It is a time to slow down, to take stock of all the things that matter most, and to do a thorough inner house cleaning. Advent is, as the ancient dogma of the church asserts, a little pasca, a time of fasting, prayer, confession, and reconciliation. Each Thursday in Advent has been celebrated throughout the German communities by youngsters walking from house to house, beckoning upon the door stoops, singing carols, and offering gifts of fruit and candies, a kind of reversal of the trick-or-treat ritual. Uh, The uh, The knocking night tradition is a joyous and selfless expression of commitment in a covenantal community. Celebrated on December the 6th, St. Nicholas Day recalls the selfless service of Nicholas of Myra, the 4th century pastor who inspired the tradition of Santa Claus. He was a paradigm of graciousness, generosity, and Christian charity. His great love and concern for children drew him into a crusade that, in the end, resulted in protective statutes that remained law for more than a thousand years. His feast day is celebrated around the world. In the Netherlands, cookies and gingerbread treats uh, were often placed in shoes or laid out Uh, in stockings of sleeping children, uh, which may well have been the origin of Christmas gift and hearthside stockings. A beautiful and wealthy 4th century Sicilian who was martyred during the persecutions of Diocletian, Lucia of Syracuse, was known as the patron of light. For her, Advent was always a celebration of the approach of the light of life. Interestingly, her feast day held on December the 13th is one of the shortest and darkest days of the year. Thus, a great festival of lights is traditionally held in her memory, particularly in Scandinavian cultures. Candles are set into evergreens, garlands are spread full of twinkling lights, torchlight parades are held, and fireworks brighten the evening sky. Though he was a doubter at first, the Apostle Thomas 
came to believe that Christ was not only risen from the dead, but he proclaimed him my Lord and my God. His anticipation of the full revelation of the kingdom is celebrated on December the 21st. Traditionally, this has been a day for well-wishing. Friends, neighbors, and loved ones going out of their way to remember uh, uh, each other. Friends, neighbors, and loved ones going out of their way to remember others and to bless one another. Traditionally, this has been a day for well-wishing. Friends, neighbors, and loved ones going out of their way to remember others and to bless one another. Though Christmas cards are a Victorian innovation, they were conceived as a kind of St. Thomas Day gesture of kindness, encouragement, and graciousness. All the great Advent stories, hymns, customs, and rituals, from the medieval liturgical antiphons and Scrooge's Christmas Carol uh, to the lighting of Advent calendars and the eating of Martinmas beef, are attuned to this notion that the best way to prepare for the coming of the Lord is to make straight his pathway in our hearts. They are among the many beautiful ways believers practice their high calling of resistance and reformation. I'm George Grant on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. For more information and for resources, go to georgegrant.net and... Merry Christmas.